Hi guys, it's TJ Rao, and this is Talks with TJ, a podcast that I do to talk about life, writing, and being mixed race. So I recently cut my cute little intro talking about my social medias, which you should still follow me on, and my book that will be debuted soon to talk about instead how you guys all should stay inside because of the coronavirus. I know that this is a popular opinion right now, um, but... I see a lot of people in my home state of Florida, of course it's Florida, who are still going out, still partying it up, and thankfully they closed down the beaches and things like that so that people can't spread it like wildfire, but seriously, stay inside. There are immunocompromised and elderly people everywhere, and their lives matter just as much as yours, so please protect them. Thank you. Moving on, still listen to this podcast because I'm still coming out with content, even though my book and book tour have been postponed until a appropriate time when all of this has settled down. I still am going to make the content. I'm still going to talk to you guys. I'm still keeping up with you. And me and my team are working as hard as we can to get this book to you as soon as we can when it's safe. So today what we're going to talk about is writer's block. This is episode eight, writer's block. That's what it's called. I wanted to have a cute little intro. This is Casey. She's with me as usual. Hello, guys. So the reason I wanted to talk about writer's block is because I keep seeing these memes going around about how when there was like a huge plague across Europe, some of like the greatest art and projects came out of that era, like Shakespeare and all these like really interesting things. And so many people keep retweeting it and being like and yet i haven't left my couch in days (laughs) and and honestly i feel that i'm not judging that's honestly very similar to what i did for the first several days that i was in this social distancing bubble i literally kid you not i probably got up from my couch like three times maybe (laughs) i almost got a blood clot you guys so that's not good i know it's not good so I I get it. I get how it's easy to get distracted. There's so much on YouTube and all of the streaming services and social media and news is coming out every three minutes. So it's hard to really stay focused on a project. But I'm going to give you guys eight tips because episode eight. Wow, I'm so clever. Eight tips on how to combat writer's block and how to get inspiration for writing. This is how I did it, by the way. I've written a lot recently, and I'm very proud of myself because who thought? Anyway, so... (laughs) I'm proud of you, too. Thank you. So, number one is take a walk. I say this because not only getting fresh air, yes, but... It's good to take a walk because you never know what you're going to encounter on the walk that could give you inspiration. It could be the way the light hits the trees, the way the flowers smell, or like me, like four years ago, you could see a couple fighting and that could inspire a short story of yours that yes, did get an A (laughs) in my class. So I'm just saying, you could see anything and it could hit you with inspiration at any point. So getting a walk is important. But again, just like the movie Five Feet Apart, let's stay actually six feet apart from anyone or anything you see. So while I say walk, walk safely. Social distance walking. That's what you should practice. Perfect. So definitely do that. The second thing is... I think you should watch a movie that's in the same like genre as your book. So 
one of the reasons I say this is because I am obsessed with movies. Anyone who knows me, Casey can tell you. I, yes, she's very obsessed. As am I, though. Yes, so she is too, so we get along well. But yes. I'm just saying I love movies so much. I could literally spend all day having a movie marathon. Yes. It's ridiculous. And it's something that has distracted me in the past. But I notice if I intentionally watch a film to like that's in the same genre as what... I'm writing, it really helps me because I get in this mindset, I get in this mood to write what I'm seeing, like something like that. Like it warms my heart and I'm like, oh, I should write something like that. Now, if you are a horror writer and you like want to watch a Stephen King thing, I hope it doesn't warm your heart, but I hope it does give you inspiration in some ways. Um, Maybe you're watching that clown and you're like, hey, I like that clown. And then you write your own (laughs) clown story. I don't know. But all I'm saying is it can be very beneficial to watch a film that's in your genre of writing. So when I write romance, I'll watch a movie like... Pride and Prejudice or any Bollywood film that ever existed ever. So yes, anyway, do that because I really think it'll help a lot more than you think, but be intentional about it. Don't let it get you because man, it'll get me. And then I'll sit there being like, I wonder if there's a sequel or, you know, a third film (laughs) or or, this movie also looks interesting. Or this movie also, or this actor was in a film in 1978 that I'm curious about. You know, like I will go on that. Don't even touch IMDb. Anyway, all I'm saying is be intentional about it. Um, Third thing is something that Casey wrote, which is exercise. If any of you know me also, you'll know I'm not the exercise queen. I'm, I, I avoid it mostly, but, <laughs> but she wrote exercise. So Casey, why don't you elaborate on your little exercise thing? I, I also want to clarify I'm not an exercise queen as well. I just kind of like to move around occasionally. Uh, but I was thinking, I know we talked about dancing in the last podcast, so that's another way you can exercise and like get moving. Or you could take a break from writing and do some stretches, especially those writers that sit at computers and their necks and their shoulders get all messed up because they're sitting at a computer all day. I feel like you're just specifically calling me out at this point. Maybe a little. I knew it. (laughs) I mean, it's important though. Your neck is going to be so messed up for like the future if you don't stretch it. So just stretch it a little bit. I'm not saying that this is me. But I'm saying it's me. I am. She's saying it's me. I told Casey about this, but like a few months ago, I got a massage and this woman whose name I won't disclose, it was Gail, but (laughs) (laughs) she told me that my neck and shoulders were like some of the worst she'd ever felt. And she literally asked me, she was like, are you like a writer or something? Do you sit at a desk and like just do nothing but stare at a computer all day because it feels like you're that's what you're doing she's like this is so bad and then she continued to repeatedly be like this is so bad and I was like I get it Gail but but like see stretching is important but yeah so I told Casey this so of course now she's gonna call me out on national television just kidding this is my weird podcast but yep this is audio (laughs) yeah this is audio (laughs) But you could also uh, look up some fun. There's so many videos online of exercises. So if there's a specific kind you want to do, you know, go for it. Just move around so then you're not 
feeling stuck and also stuck sitting in the same place. Well, I think another thing that is important about exercising, here I go about talking about exercise again, as all of you know, I'm so good at exercising. (laughs) But I think another thing about exercising is it gives you endorphins and it gets your blood going and it gets you like really pumped. pumped. Yeah. And it also kind of clears your mind a little bit. So like it'll give you things to think about, maybe inspiration somehow. You never know how it could help. Endorphins just really make you happy and you could write a happy scene then, even if it's a horror movie or I'm sorry, a horror book, like (laughs) write the beginning of the happy couple who's sitting at a lake that's quiet, too quiet. Anyway, I'm giving away all my ideas. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to write horror now, guys. Yeah, watch out. That's my next, the crossed turned. (laughs) Anyway, so this is not what, (laughs) that's not real. That's a good title though. Honestly, if the crossed was a horror like book it would be so easy to make it that honestly it kind of already it already has a dystopian plot it already kind of sounds like a horror book yeah okay my book is not a horror book you guys stop accusing me anyway so number four is music i cannot stress enough how important music is especially to writers because if you are involved in the literary world at all congratulations you're great but if you aren't totally get it and all i'm saying is you'd know that most books that come out right now especially young adult books often the writers and the authors will publish like a playlist on spotify or apple music and it will be the playlist that they listen to while they were writing and you can literally it's so cool you can see how they went through each chapter and how like through each chapter there are several songs that inspired that scene or that specific feel of it and it's so interesting and I've gone through so many books playing the playlist as I go along because I love to see how the author felt during that moment and how it gave them inspiration so like with me the other night I was writing a particularly sad scene in the crossed well not writing it because obviously I'm done with this book but I was (laughs) editing it and I turned on the song break my heart again by Phineas and it was positively perfect for what I was writing it really helped me get in a very sad type mood like a little you know sad boy and (laughs) and I'm for people who know me, typically pretty optimistic and pretty happy person. So when I'm writing sad scenes like this, it's really important I have that music to give me that inspiration. So you don't have to write sad songs or sad music, write sad songs. You don't have to write, you know, sad scenes and listen to sad songs, but just get some music that you think will inspire you in some way. And I swear music can move people. It has the potential. If I was not a writer I would find a way to be a musician although I have literally no talent in that so thank you to musicians who help people like me I really appreciate it and we're going to move on to the next one which is cook or bake and (laughs) under it I wrote Tylenol which sounds so weird but let me explain so the reason that I wrote cook or bake as a writer's block thing is be- or a way to get rid of writer's block, not a writer's block thing. <laughs> if you cook, you will be blocked. From yeah, writing. you will be blocked from writing if you cook. So no, that's not true. But I wrote this because when you're cooking or baking, it really takes your mind off of a lot of things that are going on. And 
it can clear you up for thinking like anything. Like you can, you can get the weirdest thoughts. And I wrote Tylenol, not because I cooked Tylenol, which what, but I'm glad. Yes, I'm, I'm glad too. But because when I was, um, cooking something, when I was still writing the cross, I saw that there so I looked on top of the fridge while I was cooking and I thought about the story from when I was a kid. This actually happened. I guess it's like a true story, but this actually happened, but I was like five years old. I don't know how old I was, but I was obsessed with Tylenol. Like I always wanted to drink the Tylenol that my mom had put on top of the fridge. So I went like out of my way and literally stacked chairs as a five-year-old and like drank all the Tylenol and then I you know obviously got caught because I'm an idiot and my dad (laughs) took me to the hospital and I was in the hospital like all night and it's something I literally still remember even though I was like five and I'm an adult person now I still remember it and so when I was cooking, I saw the top of the fridge, I thought about that story of when I was five, and I realized that that story was perfect for what I was writing. Like, I had been blocked from writing the rest of the next part of my book, and I realized if I had one of those characters have a similar story to that, I could move the plot along very easily, which I'm sure right now you're thinking, what kind of plot does she have that this has to do with a five-year-old and Tylenol? But I swear it's relevant somehow. You'll see it when the book comes out. Buy the crossed when it comes out. Thank you. So yes, cook or bake because you never know what kind of inspiration you'll find in the kitchen, the weirdest of places. Number six, shower slash bathe. This is just keep a clean. Keep, keep clean. Yeah. Keep cleaning yourselves <laughs> just in general, even when coronavirus is over. So yes. this is just a given. I, everyone that's a writer will tell you that the same, the same story. It's the same story again and again. I was in the shower. I was in the bath. I was thinking about my life and oh, woe is me for some reason. And then that's when it hit me the idea for my book, the idea for the next chapter, the idea for this character's ending. And I had to rush out of the shower. I had to get out of the bath and write it down as quickly as I could. And it was my inspiration. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard that story. And obviously, you know, I've heard that story a lot because I just said it like that. (laughs) And I wouldn't have been able to remember it had I not heard it that many times, had I not even been a part of it that many times because yes I am included in this stupid writer cliche where I've had to literally with soap in my hair get out of the shower and write something down because I thought of it so definitely shower and bathe because you need to clean yourself but also because maybe take you know you're gonna get an idea so maybe take a little longer in the shower or the bath you never know what that steam will do to your brain and how you'll come up with ideas. I swear that steam is magic. So Magic steam, everyone. Magic steam. So number seven is news. I want to clarify because the news right now has been such a nightmare. I mean, Casey, do you even like going on social media anymore? No. Okay, thank you. So (laughs) I'm glad I had a second opinion. It is so... It just, it makes me tired to look at the news now because so much is happening. It's so stressful. And I'm sure there's going to be someone listening to this podcast in a year that's like, what are they talking about? (laughs) But news can be stressful all the time. News can be stressful all the time, but 
what's happening in the world right now is just it's so tiring and it's exhausting so i say this with a caution sign in front of it i say this because if you can look up like history or like current events that don't have to do with the coronavirus you will find inspiration somehow because i i couldn't figure out how to end my book i really couldn't it was so hard for me to come up with a perfect ending and I found my perfect ending by reading a history book just like for fun like reading like a history book and like seeing articles from a long time ago and so I based the ending of my book off of a significant event that happened in world history and If any of you guys, by the way, can figure out after you read my book what I based my ending off of, I swear I will send you like five (laughs) free signed copies. That's not even a joke. I will. So (laughs) because I'm so proud of you that you knew what it was. But I'm serious. If you look at like current events or even like articles from like, you know, the 1940s or something just random, you'll find inspiration. You'll find something that sparks that you know, thing in you, sparks that thing, what? I don't know, sparks that motivation in you and creativity, exactly, to make you want to write, like, right now, like, I gotta get out of the shower and not rinse my hair, um, and then number- Hopefully you're not reading in the shower, though. Yeah, no, don't read in the shower unless you want to. Yeah, actually, you could read in the bath. I guess you could even technically read in the shower. You just have to be very careful. Maybe put a plastic bag around your Yeah, body. maybe laminate all the pages. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go Casey, ahead. Casey, you're a bad producer. Go. Hey. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, number eight is books. You guys uh... knew it was coming. You guys knew it was coming back. You knew it was coming full circle. By the crossed. Thank you. Peace out. Just kidding. We're coming back. <laughs> but also by the cross. Yes. I, I, that wasn't a joke. I know that times are hard and things seem bad, but guess what will make you feel better when it comes out? The cross. Yes, exactly. The cross. It's a really feel-good type book. So I want to say books seem like the most obvious thing, obviously, <laughs> but reading books really helps inspire like it just does especially for those of us that write all the time I probably four different times while I was writing the cross stopped to read YA books because I wanted to remember why I was doing this writing a book or writing any like piece in general takes so much out of you like it's it's exhausting we love what we do as artists but it can get so tiring and you can feel like you are never going to finish because maybe you just can't get past the next scene or you can't get past some obstacle in the book or one of the characters is starting to get on your nerves, which like, yes, that does happen. I can think (laughs) of three characters off the top of my head that I invented that I regretted, but I'm just saying that is the real tea, but I'm just saying reading a book, stopping to read a book, helps so much it helps inspire authors are inspiring a lot of times and even if they aren't even if you read a bad book hey you can go back and be like hey 
that's awesome because I won't write like that. <laughs> like somehow it's going to help you and somehow you're going to feel better after you read and it's going to help with your writer's block. So we are, we literally did this perfectly. Wow. Go us. Go us. Go yes. Us. So those are my eight tips on how to combat writer's block, especially when you can't really go outside or do much. I had a bunch of other ones that I wanted to say, but you can't go out or you can technically, but I'm telling you not to. So me too. Yes, unless you're an essential worker, which by the way, shout out to those guys. You are the best. We thank you. But seriously, just try to do one of the things I said because it'll really help. And I can't wait to see what you guys come up with. I've seen some of you on Instagram tagging me in like your poetry and your ideas and DMing me. And it's it's not only inspiring to me, but it gives me motivation to be better and to work harder because you all are so... I, I was about to say motivational, but I've used that word like 80 times. You guys are just so cool. Like, can I just be honest? Can I use like a really dumb word? Yes. You guys are cool. And I just, I dig you a lot. So seriously, do all of those things. Stay indoors. Tell me what you're doing to combat writer's block. If I left anything out, I love hearing from you and I'll keep you updated on the cross. So have a great rest of your week and I'll talk to you later. Bye.